0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, wherever you are, it gives me great pleasure to welcome our guest for today, LaJuan Smith. She has been working on a couple of exams and ace those exams, both the CAPM and the PMP. I'm extremely proud of her resilience and going strong all the way from CAPM right through PMP. How do you feel about your accomplishments, Lawan?
1: I feel fantastic, Bill. <laughs>
0: I do as well. I have to be honest. I got really excited just getting your message on. Was it Friday? Yes. And uh, yeah, it's it's really exciting. So, Lawan, tell us how this whole thing started for you because you decided you were going to take the capm. What prompted that?
1: So I wanted to get familiar with the PMI language as well as you know how they formulate their questions so i was like well let me just take something that's on the quote unquote junior level first to kind of get my feet wet um i haven't taken a certification class or exam in years so i wanted to start off with something small (laughs) and Mm -hmm. then kind of go from there
0: gotcha and how did you hear about the cap m was that at work was it friends do you recall So it was
1: at work um, eons ago, um, but it was always looked upon as a junior level um, exam, but it's not. Mm. Um, So it was, to me, was equally as challenging as the PMP.
0: Wow. Wow. And it was a little bit in a different kind of way, uh, more challenging. Can you tell us in what way it was as challenging or more challenging?
1: Um, being able to understand the jargon and the destruction of the questions with PMI, because it's not asked in regular English, Best <laughs> way to put it. So, you know, sometimes it's a little choppy with the wording and, you know, noun comes after the verb or something crazy. And it's just a, a different way of, of the questions that we are set up. So, um, with the CAPM, it was more so, when I said it was a more so onto what process are you in, you know, very, um, it was somewhat rote for the most part. Okay. Um, but the PMP was definitely a mindset, vanilla flavored as you would say. <laughs> um, so um, it was more challenging because you had to read and comprehend at the same time with this time frame. So it was, you know, both at the time, but they were just very challenging.
0: (laughs) Wow. So, so, LaJuan, before we jump into more PMP stuff, you know, we have some friends who are taking the CAPM and they've got a tight timeline. They need to get it done by July 24th. What advice would you give anyone who's trying to do the CAPM piece?
1: So for the CAPM piece, you definitely want to study your processes. Um, They're maybe a few formulas that are referenced to, but it's more so knowing how to apply them versus knowing the formula itself. Mm. Um, And for myself, um, even though I did do the brain dump, it wasn't necessary to kind of say, you know, what's where and all that good stuff is once you know it, you know it. Mm. So for the cat Yeah,
0: definitely. So just focus on pen six, nothing so crazy like whole lot of agile it wasn't heavy agile was it
1: no it was not
0: all right well let's go into the piece everyone is waiting for and i want to give a shout out to our friends who are here to celebrate with us because it's really more like a celebration in addition to you know whenever any of our friends get certified we get mad excited (laughs) it's like a party and uh, i think the image on the screen kind of depicts how we're feeling we're on cloud nine for you right now we're really excited and uh, we're buzzing. We're, we're just absolutely excited. So Shauna, thanks for coming. Darian, Sarah, uh, Vivian, pleasure to have you here celebrating with us. But let's jump straight into how you prepared for the exam and how you found on. How did you find out about my training and, and the company?
1: So um, I found out through YouTube. Mm. Um, I was already doing some self-studies on different other things I was working on and I kept seeing you and I was like okay what is this guy all about
2: he's always <laughs> there
1: he's always posing the video and I was like look at all these certs he has to know something so <laughs> that's how I found out about Breakshawn and I was like well let me stick with this and see where I can go from there so wow that's
0: how I choice. found out good choice I'm really excited well thank you people at Google <laughs> YouTube <laughs> we, we appreciate the the publicity And then you came on the program for Cap-M. And honestly, Lawan, when you came on the program for Cap-M, in my mind, I'm like, she's actually PMP level. Why is she doing Cap-M? Then you explained. Then I understood why. And you went to Cap-M. You killed it. And without missing a beat, the very next week, there you were again in the re-audit doing the PMP. I'm like, wow. And then you were coming for all of the classes, all of the courses. So tell us as you joined this journey with us, had you um, any previous experience from a different class, or was this your first PMP and CAPM rodeo?
1: So I had previous training in October, Ah. maybe in September, October, a 10 day in person, well, 10 day Zoom call. type class. And it was um, in the middle of cheer and football season. So I was being that that cheer football mom as well. So sometimes I was actually in my vehicle (laughs) trying to take class as well as transporting kids. So it was was a lot going on at the same time. Um, Needless to say, the information did not stick Hmm. um, from what I was trained during that two week timeframe, but I had already started my self-study about eight months prior. So um, it gave me a little bit of grounding, but I still didn't have that warm, fuzzy feeling. So I was like, I needed something more.
0: Gotcha. And can you tell us what was kind of different between uh, the way our classes rolled and the way the other ones that you were on? Because we did online live via Zoom, um, but was there anything different that helped you better absorb the content?
1: The learning management system, the daily scrum calls, the explanations in layman's terms and examples helped out a lot. Um, I think that was everything. And then I was more determined because it was my second time around in training mm. to make sure I, I can absorb the information. Cause you thought I was, I was very, <laughs> <laughs> I was very, I want to say aggressive. But I was very determined yes. Um, yes. to get the caffeine done on one try. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I wanted to make sure that I had everything that I could possibly know or needed to know before I sat for the exam.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Good. And you you worked so hard. I remember calling you into so many immersions. I've lost count. Do you remember how many immersions you were in? <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember. <laughs> Three or four. Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. And uh, not to mention a lot of these ad hocs. Now you're the person giving back to us, but we had a few of those lessons learned where we called other people, didn't we? Yes. So you were able to hear from those and uh, you also gave us your CAPM lessons learned way back. So this is really coming full circle. Now let's talk about the day of the exam. You drove to the test center. You check, did you check it out before the day? I did, I
1: checked it out a few days before just to make sure I knew where I was going Um, because it was in a different state, different traffic pattern. I'm in the DMV (laughs) and traffic can be horrendous. Um, So I knew going into that area, I'd be going into the heart of traffic and my test time was at the same time as rush hour traffic. Wow! Well, major traffic. Wow! So um, I did leave early um, for the day of the exam. I left at seven. And I got there at like 7.45. My exam wow. was at 10.30. Okay. Huh.
2: <laughs>
1: MapQuest took me through the back roads. <laughs> I went through the neighborhood. So I was like, oh, this is interesting. This wasn't the way I came, but I ran with it. So it worked. So I was there quite early.
0: <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. And you just kind of chilled and and did a little bit of light studying or what?
1: I chilled. I actually went for a walk. Mm. Um within the parking lot, just a quick up and back um, yeah. just because I just got so nervous the last minute. And then I walked in probably about nine o'clock to see if I can check in early. And they said, we're not ready for you until 10. So oh I just God. sat back down, kept the air conditioning going and just read over my notes here and there till it was 10 o'clock. Well, till it was like nine fifty nine, So I can go downstairs and be there at 10 o'clock.
0: <laughs> wow. Okay. Did you did you um, have any snacks, any any food you took with you going in, and if so, what did they ask you to do with it?
1: I did not bring anything. I ate a hearty breakfast before I left
0: okay. the house,
1: and actually on the way, um, I had a hearty breakfast along the way. Nice. But I did not bring snacks, even though I probably could have. Um, but I was good. I was good.
0: Nice. Okay. So. When you go into the exam hall, finally, they do all the dog and pony show, the bar, the swipe in it Uh-oh. to make sure you don't. Oh yeah.
1: oh, yeah. This, this <laughs> one was more aggressive than the other one. I actually took my glasses off.
0: Wow. and
1: pat myself down <laughs> I was like okay so turn your pockets inside out
0: <laughs> airport style
1: yeah. yes I was like okay anything else I'm gonna lift my hair so um yeah it was, it was very thorough
0: <laughs> wow okay and when you got to the seat did you notice any cameras above you to the side or or not
1: yeah there was a camera right above me
0: yeah, yeah, they're always looking. Big Brother's always looking. So mm-hmm. you hit start. And do you go through the tutorial?
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: And and what exactly is the tutorial about?
1: So it teaches you how to navigate through the screens, how to do the strikeout, highlight, and all that, because it's not your typical um, way of highlighting and striking through things. So it's good mm-hmm. to know. Um, to take that seven minutes mm. it doesn't count against you um so you know how to move through the screens um to make better use of your time
0: okay okay so you watch the tutorial and then show time question one <laughs> how do you feel when you see the first question do you recall feeling any ways about it
1: absolutely my brain left my, my body <laughs> I, <laughs> I was just like what oh, i said wait a minute let me just regroup.
0: Oh dear. take a deep
1: breath and get into this stuff. So yeah. Wow.
0: <laughs> wow. And tell us what the nature was. Was it long? Was it was the language esoteric? Uh t- tell us kind of what what created that effect? Why was it like that?
1: It was like that because the language was more garbled than it was on the Cap M at least in my mind, it could have been the stress. It could have been the anxiety. It could have been the excitement, but it just, I had to read that first question about a good four times. And I was like, what am I doing?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it, would, it wasn't registering in my head. So I was like, wow. okay, let me read a little faster and just pick something. Mm. Um, so I did that for the first one and I was like, okay. Once I got past the first one, second one was a little bit easier. And then I finally got into a good rhythm.
0: Mm. So kind of like gobbles, lost in translation, kind of with a few red herrings thrown in and all that? Yeah. Yes. Wow. Wow. What's the average length of a question? If someone was to say, what's the average length of a question on the exam in terms of lines long across the screen of average size?
1: Average, I would say about three lines.
0: Oh, okay.
1: okay. At least don't mine. But there was one that was about a good six or seven. Mm. But again, don't let the short lengths fool you.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So Very it's, interesting.
0: it's it looks, it's got a lot of teeth, but it's just like a, you know, it's all a lot of noise, but not as intimidating as it looks, huh? When you are able right. to cut through it. Mm. So one of the things I like to do, I like taking our, our friends down memory lane. I want, to, I want us to play a little game. And the little game, Luan, is going to be uh, possible, impossible, just about in terms of the length. So I want you to just have a quick look at this. Ooh.
2: Just about. Too long. I would say too long.
0: Too long. Gotcha. Good. Okay. Let's take a look at something a little bit shorter what about something this long
1: that's it just about
0: just about good good that's good to know good to know awesome so when you get to the end of section one did you check the time or did you uh, go on a break how how did that pan out
1: all of the above yes i checked the time um because it, it's a it's a countdown clock so which kind of threw me off. I mean, it, it did kind of throw me off for a second. I was like, wait a minute. I know I started here. Why am I there? So it, it, mm-hmm. it was the anxiety was getting to me. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm definitely taking my break. But before I took my break, I reviewed any questions that I had flagged.
0: Nice. Good. And uh, do you recall how long you took for the first section? Was it like one hour, two hours? Do you recall? It was about an hour. About an hour okay okay good so you were really hitting it in good time um we got a question from our friend Vivian so going back to what I just showed you Vivian was asking is the font you know about this size on the screen or is it smaller on the exam is it a bit smaller
1: oh no it was larger it was a nice large screen as well so um Mm -hmm. it was it was perfect for me I mean I don't wear glasses for reading Um, so it was perfectly fine for me.
0: Gotcha. So about, it wouldn't be an exaggeration to say it covered the entire screen like this.
1: Oh, no, that'd be just about right.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Good, good. Okay. Well, thanks for the question. So you took your break. Did you feel refreshed coming back from that first break? Yes. Okay. Then you came back and jumped into part two. Did you notice a difference, a shift in the question difficulty between part one and part two was it pretty much the same
1: it's pretty much the same mm.
0: and did you notice the flavor that maybe gravitated more towards one side of the agile predictive spectrum or is it just a mixed bag and agnostic and hard to determine sometimes
1: it seemed more agile than it did predictive for me ah. and then as far as like the wording it was to me, I don't know. It was just my <laughs> nerves. But the wording just seemed the same across the board. It didn't seem to let up. But I just kept going through it.
0: <laughs> wow. And is it such that it was, the mantra, or I should say, the theme is always, you are a project manager on a project. That's Is it pretty? Yeah. Because I've heard that it's pretty much like that across the board. Right. Wow. Yeah.
1: Like if You are here, blah, 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 blah. What should you do next? You are here, blah, 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 blah. What should you have done first? How do you prevent
0: mm-hmm. this? Wow. So I want to put you on the spot. You know, I, I I don't give my my PMP champions any notice of what I'm going to ask them. <laughs> I never do these the same way. So my question to you is, if you're going to take the you are project manager kind of questions that are problem to solve, right? And then the project manager, your project manager kind of questions versus uh, you are here in terms of uh, maybe on a timeline of what you're doing, uh, or you are here in terms of a phase that you're in, or in terms of a process group that you're in, right? Those kind of questions. And then if you're going to choose from the questions that say um, there's risks and uh, there's issues, and there's change, and last but not least, questions that are definition-oriented, purely definition-oriented. Let's start with definition-oriented, just very rough one, not to overthink it, and we want people to know that exams differ, that's for sure, but we just want to get a kind of feel for definitions and we're talking more like ITTOs <laughs> and that kind of stuff. What 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 percentage would you say was definition purely in your mind?
1: In my mind
0: 1%. Wow, oh my goodness. Those ITTO aficionados need, <laughs> they need to go look for another job. Oh my gosh. All right, what about change uh, type questions? Just rough.
1: Um Probably about three percent. Wow,
0: this is very insightful. What about problems to solve?
1: Issues, probably a good twenty. Oh, issues. Would that be the?
0: Let's do problems? issues first. Yeah, you're right. And you're right. They're very, they're very closely related. Yeah, I guess we could bunch oh. them together: issues, problems, and even impediments. Thank you for that. So let's talk about the impediment family. Uh, all this stuff, what what would you attribute to problems and issues and all that stuff, obstacles, blockers, stuff?
1: Oh, that was a good 40%.
0: Wow. This is so good to know. So good to get your perspective. Thank you for that. I know it, it takes some permutation. and going way back in time. What about um, risks? Risk? Probably about
1: 20 i'm trying to get
0: to 100 uh-huh, <laughs> about uh-huh. <20. laughs> well you know we can always assign some other categories like we can assign stakeholder but let's talk about you're here what comes next in the process or what comes next in the phase or you know oh,
1: yeah. that was definitely a good 50 all the all that, that that bottom box
0: yeah
2: you're
1: here the timeline phase and process groups that's that's actually
2: over 50.
0: Um, the, wow. Yeah. This is so yeah. helpful to know. So things like your project manager uh, developing a charter or your project manager developing part of the plan or your project manager doing a uh, validating the scope of the customer, the customer is checking the deliverable or your people are doing the QC, that kind of stuff, huh? Yes. Wow. Wow. No wonder people talk about the 49 processes still can help you, even though it's not rote definition, but knowing how they flow can help. So, Lawan, can you just shed some light on what anyone who is looking at taking the exam should do to get as good as you did in those areas? What, what do they need to do, in your opinion? For
1: the 49 processes? Um, yeah. Wow you have to study well for myself I studied inside and out up and down so I needed to know where it was within the process chart how to actually apply it because it's not in a logical order per se and then knowing what is contained within each group
2: Mm. and then
1: what does it take to get to each group? So the, even though the ITTOs, you didn't ask, it wasn't a specific definition, but you had to know what documentation or inputs were required in order to get to that stage so that you know where to go to the next stage. Wow. So, yeah. Wow.
0: So, you, so you still do need to have a good idea of the flow, even if we're not talking about cramming ITTOs, But you should know that in order to do a develop project management plan, I should have my charter, for example, or to do validate scope, I should have my deliverable, that kind of thing. Yes. Wow. This is what I guess makes the exam hard. So looking at this, Lawan, if you were going to mentor me as a student, give me some words to help me know what I'm looking at in this table, because... Assuming that I've crammed it, I'm hearing that <laughs> you, you could still go all the way down to the basement, but it's not going to help you that much. So tell me what exactly I need to do uh, with this table.
1: So with this table, it's best to know what each process is in your own words, because you may not see the
2: exact wording on the exam. Hmm.
0: This is very helpful. So know this in your own words instead of just doing parrot fashion cramming, right? Right. Hmm. Okay. And then uh, what else?
1: Oh, the mnemonics that that helps. I mean, for for me, for the capm part, that I that helped to train my brain to know where things were, and then for the pmp. I pretty much knew where they were. It was a matter of figuring out, okay, where am I in this in this process on the chart and how do I go from there? So I kind of already knew the chart within my head. I could visualize it
0: mm. and go from there. Gotcha. So it's not a waste of time when I'm going through the processes and what exactly they are, right? Not a waste of time at all. Very mm-hmm. important. That's great. Thank you. And then as far as... The inputs and outputs, I have a method whereby I recommend knowing the major outputs, not everything, but the major outputs. So instead of cramming work performance information, work performance reports, maybe just know the things that are more unique. Is that good advice? Very much so. That's also how I studied with the ITTOs,
2: um,
1: Mm. the spreadsheet, um, old school highlighter, (laughs) pen to paper, (laughs) highlighting the unique um, processes. Inputs, outputs, tools, techniques. Um, so, yes, definitely gotcha. helps.
0: Gotcha. All right. Let's go to an artifact that we have here, one that I would love for you to speak to. We have something that you have sent in, and I want you to talk to us about what I'm about to bring up on the screen. We've got a couple of uh, whiteboards here that I want you to uh, tell us about. So, let's see this one. It has some x's on the days what was this was this the big countdown or what
1: (laughs) so that one was for the cap m
0: yes Ah, wow wow so this is like a like a 30 days out kind of kind of thing and studying wow
1: how many hours i studied as well as i was taking a class at the same time my daughter was helping me to keep everything up so she was uh (laughs) helping me to keep up my whiteboard
2: wow. um wow. and
1: then when we had class um because I, w- I was studying every day um outside of the daily scrum calls outside of our calls um during class so as you can see um you may see one hour study here or like in march you'll mm-hmm. see one hour study it was a sunday mm-hmm. and then i think i had four hours so yeah i would you know write it
0: down there, but I also kept it in my notebook as well. Wow. So if I do a very quick computation, the the momentum from capm, you are coming in with at least fifty hours of studying on top of the pMP that you did. so you you've been building momentum uh, with this syllabus for quite a while, and it shows that you know the power of momentum, it just compounds and boom, you when you hit it, you hit it hard. So this is very helpful. For people who feel uh, downtrodden by hearing stories of, I got certified in one day. You know, we got these people on on social media saying they got certified in in a week or two weeks. Uh, Get real, get real with the program. You got to put in the time. You got to put in the effort. And you are an experienced program manager and project manager. So it's not as though this world is totally new to you. So what would you say to the people who, feel, oh, I need to get certified in like two weeks or three weeks because uh, everyone else What What would you say to me if I was a student trying to get certified in a week or two?
1: Don't get your hopes up. (laughs) (laughs) Put in at least 30 days of time because life happens. You may think you can go hard in two weeks and get it done. Um, I knew I had a whole lot of life going on. So I gave myself six months. Mm. Um, to put things in perspective and different things I had going on. So if you think you can do it in two weeks, more power to you. But (laughs) reality is for myself, um, no, you need at least a good 30 days minimum with absolutely no distractions. Mm. And you have to have a study plan of your own.
0: Mm. So tell us, Lawan, your study plan. You were very consistent I was so impressed because I'm three hours behind and I was doing a red eye trying to finish a book and it just pops up at 3 a.m. And I'm like, my goodness, these folks aren't playing. This is 6 East Coast. So I hop on the call and I begin giving you some uh, last minute advice. But I noticed all through the timeline, you and our friend Shauna, you were getting on the calls in the morning. I want to say I'm really impressed and honestly inspired to do what I do even the more, just to see your level of dedication. So what kind of timetable would you advise a newbie to have? Let me explain what I mean, Lawan, just to take everyone back down memory lane. So this whole exam, PMP, it has agile, it has predictive, it has hybrid, it has people, it has process, it has business, it has PMBOK six, <laughs> it has PMBOK seven, it has the Agile Practice Guide. How on earth did you develop a kind of schedule? Were you following uh, the uh, PMP outline? Were you following PMBOK seven? Were you following PMBOK six? Give us the magic recipe. The magic recipe. It's it's
1: a it's a good. Uh, Gumbo.
0: <laughs> <That's the way laughs> it. Lump it <laughs> all. <gumbo.
1: laughs> a little bit of everything. Oh, so um, so what I did, um, I saw on YouTube how different people had, you know, different ways that they studied as far as saying, you know, they used, they wrote down things every day,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, things that they wanted to remember for their brain dump They had a calendar that they worked from. Um They had their own little plan they put together. So I kind of gleaned from that. And um, for doing the CAPM, my study time was more rigorous than my PMP study time. Mm. I think it was because I was still getting familiar with the terms, definitions. So it needed to make sense to me first. Mm. And I was determined for it to make sense to me first before I would actually sit down for the test. So I was actually... Writing in my notebook, old school, lots of handwritten notes. Oh. Watching videos, watching mm-hmm. your videos because I was like, consistency is key, mm. um, and persistence in prayer.
2: <laughs> <because this stuff laughs> Amen. <was difficult.
1: laughs> so yes, I, I I had a few moments. We had kind of a couple of talks, but you know, <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, the notebook, um, my whiteboard, mm. um, note cards old school mm. note cards that wow. you know you can purchase from anywhere. I took them, I cut them in half because I knew it was, it was going to be so many definitions to save money. And I would write down all definitions. Wow Just write down everything
2: wow. um, as
1: I was going along. And then um, that was getting me through the CAPM part. And then from there, once I had that pretty solid, once I started um, studying for the PMP, that's when I started to group the information by domain, group it by um, the models mm. um, and things like that. So it was definitely a gumbo
2: mm. <laughs>
1: for that recipe of what makes, you know, the best study method is is to mix it all up, something, a little bit of everything.
0: I'm going to hold up a few publications and you can tell me helpful, meh, otherwise.
1: <laughs> Very helpful, especially the Gold Zone. Ah, Absolutely necessary. Reads like a microwave manual. <laughs> Reads like an elementary book after you read the sixth edition. But it's good to know because it has a couple more um, processes into there as far as how it's
0: grouped. Okay. I threw a book at you folks at the last minute, a few months before your exam. Did you even get to look at this one?
1: I started it, but I didn't get a chance to get all the way through.
0: And I started the class with Agile anyway. So you folks were pre cooked with Agile and you had two doses. What about this? Necessary. Good, good, good. And there was one more book I threw at you folks just before you took the exam. I don't know if you saw it.
1: Yes, I had that one as well. That's the one I printed out and started going through. Oh,
2: wow,
0: wow. So there's so much stuff, LaJuan. I want to know your gumbo recipe. Did it have a rhyme? Did it have some titration? How much okra was in there? How much rice was in there? How did you titrate all of these books? Tell us.
2: So
1: with all that information, um, so Maru, because I do cook, So my roux, my my base, you know, get the flavors in there. um, That was definitely the sixth edition, the pen box sixth edition, um, as well as the um, agile practice side. Mm. Then from there, I started, you know, building my flavors. You know, you got to cook your meats first, (laughs) get your meat tender. So throwing (laughs) the meat onto the seasons of the roux, I did the... um, Immersion okay. handbook because it gives you that concentrated flavor, like getting a little bouillon cube <laughs> and putting it in there.
2: <laughs> so
1: that bouillon cube brought the flavor out of the roux and the meat that was stewed in that gumbo pot. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then from there, that's when I started looking at the videos more and then um using information from the learning management system. Those videos that went more in depth mm. to kind of put in the the shrimp and then
0: you know <laughs> you have to have occasion the, the seasoning <laughs> and everything else. There
1: you and go. Oh dear. Make me hungry.
0: Hot, <laughs> now you're making me hungry. I feel like eating the Pembok and the Agile Guide. And well, you know, but it, it yeah, it's it's the base, but the seasoning brought it out. But it's a great analogy. I like that analogy because you can read all these books, but if the flavoring isn't coming out, if it's not popping, then you just got a bunch of stuff. And it's not really the best until you get the flavor into pop. So that's a very good lesson. Now let's go back to the exam because people are wondering, where's Phil taking us? So we're coming back to part two, Lawan, and you get to the end of part two and you take the second break? Yes. And did you uh, just go for a little walk or did did they allow you to go outside of the room? How does that look?
1: So... For both breaks, I was allowed to leave the room. Um, when I came back, so my first break was my longest break. Mm. I think I was just so frazzled. My first break was my longest Aww. break, um, but I had like a minute left of my break. But I, you know, I was watching the clock once I got out. My second break wasn't as long. It's probably like six minutes or so because I, at that point. I was just wanting to get it
0: done. <laughs> wow. Wow. You were tired, were you? Were just fed up of the whole thing and just wanting to finish it?
1: I think I had a good momentum. And so I was like, I want to get in there. I want to ah. get it done and be d- just finished with it. Mm. Um, mm. I wasn't tired until I left the, the facility off. <laughs> <laughs> but I, 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 I powered through it, wow. um, especially that last um, portion,
0: that third wow. part. Wow! So, part three. How many minutes did you have left when you got to the end? Ninety. Are
1: you kidding me? Nope. Because I timed it. Because I, I was like, "Well, it's going to ask me this, and I'm going to make sure I remember." I
0: had (laughs) ninety. How did you pull that off, LaJuan? Are you are you a natural fast reader? (laughs) Yes, I am. Ah! Wow. So when you're reading a question, do you read it straight through or do you go kind of to the end and then go back? Do you, you know, like you have some of our friends who they swear by reading the end first. And how, how, what's your method?
1: Oh, you don't want to do that um, <laughs> because sometimes it doesn't make sense. The mm. answers that they give versus the question that they ask. You don't want to do that. That's my opinion. Mm. Um, you definitely want to read the question through for myself. I just read it through one time. And before I got to the answers, I would, I would think, what would I choose as an answer before I read over the options?
0: Mm. Good, good. We got a question from our friend Vivian, and I've been waiting to answer, to get an answer to this one. Earn value management, if you were going to give it a number of questions on the exam, what would it be? Two. Wow. And if you're going to say, a question where you needed one of these. Mm -hmm. Did you actually need to calculate any of these at all? You can just say yes or no. We don't need to talk about the details. So yeah, to calculate, no. No, wow. So was it more like, this is a number, what does it mean? The grand scheme of the question, kind of like here's a 0.6 or here's a 1.2. Right,
2: yeah.
1: What does
0: it mean? Okay, okay. That's good to know. So just two. So we have a lot of people on the, on the ledge saying, I don't want to fly. I'm scared of earned value. I've got to go look for a parachute. Well, <laughs> there's actually no need to, to jump or be, be afraid because you don't have to. It's not even calculation. So what about things like expected monetary value, decision tree analysis, network diagrams, forward pass, backward pass, any of that stuff? Not that I recall. Wow. 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 This is, this is so insightful. So at the end, 90, 90 minutes left, Lawan. 90 that's minutes.
1: That's Yeah. Cause I was, I checked twice. I was like, wait a minute. Okay. Two. Yeah. That, that's 90. Yeah.
0: You got done in 140 minutes. That's two hours, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> I, I need you to please, I know our friends, some of our friends are going to be consulting you help them. Sure. <laughs> teach them. In fact, I might be calling you to some other classes to teach the lawan method and how you, how you read. How did you get so quick in reading?
1: Funny story. I used to read a dictionary um, when I was younger for fun. And one of my interests growing up was to um, was etymology, um, learning the term, where the words come from. Oh, so that was kind of like one of my Passion's weird thing so being a fast reader wasn't a natural thing for me but I eventually learned to read fast because I wanted to know where that word came from what does it mean so that that's how I learned to read fast and then interpreting um different languages because I took French and Spanish
2: oh okay
1: being able to do that and at one point in my learning career, as far as being like in high school, I was literally taking French, Spanish, and English back to back. Wow! So I had to be able to translate and understand between the different languages. And I'm American, so English was my first language, but not my best language. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I had to pick up the pace wow. in reading things, and so that that helped me out.
0: Wow! What a what a what an interesting story. Thanks for sharing that. So, you get to the end of the exam. Was there any trepidation in hitting that end button, the final button? Did you feel nervous?
1: No, I was like, okay, I did my review. I flagged once that I need to review. And I'm like, I pressed the button and it just, it just stuck. I guess it was calculating or something. And I was like, don't tell me it cut off. Don't tell me it cut <laughs> off. But I was like, what is going on? And then it popped up and it said, congratulations. Wow. You have-. And I was like, oh, okay.
0: <laughs> I did it.
1: Okay. And I'm thinking, don't scream, don't scream. Okay. All right. What do I do next? You know, and, and making sure I didn't, you know, stand up too soon and terminate the, the, yeah. the, the exam or whatever. So let me raise my hand and then, you know, follow procedure. Wow.
0: So wow. yeah. Wow. Wow. Let me ask you for a few final insights. This is going to go very quick. So you've already told us about the books and how you studied and so on. Is there anything that you would do differently if you were to do it all over again, starting from the beginning of CAPM to where we are now?
3: What would I have done differently? Um, Nothing.
1: Not for myself because I was I was very determined and I put in a lot of hours more than what was on that board as well as the other board. It didn't capture all of the hours, but um, yeah, I, I wouldn't have done anything differently.
0: Wow. So talking of the second board, let's take a look at this one. So this is the PMP, and we can see six hours of study, four hours of studying mock exam. My goodness, you know, as my my mentor, John Maxwell, he says, success is not determined by dumb luck. You know, growth, it has to be planned. Don't rely on dumb luck. This is definitely not dumb luck. This is planning like a good project manager should. It even says planner. (laughs) You used it (laughs) for for the purpose it was created. Oh my gosh. And you even have the mock exams and you documented your Scores! I am so proud of you, Lawan. You got the 130 question test, the 180, the 180. And honestly, I could tell just from your engagement that you were not one of those kid in the candy store kind of uh, folks who want to study everything. You know, the buzz of the day that everyone is saying on social media: go read this, go do this. Go. You you didn't add you didn't add a whole lot of stuff. Too many things. The on stuff is even. To be quite honest, it's too much as it is, but you can pick the flavors you want. And if audio works for you, if, you know, did you do any of the audios uh, as yes. you were studying?
1: I did that as well. I did that more so towards the end, of the last couple of weeks, I started listening to the audio more because I understood what I was listening to.
0: Mm. So we had the podcast, we had the 20 CDs, which was condensed to 20 hours of audio. You did all those too?
1: Did all those too. Check the box.
0: <laughs> wow. 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 I, I, I'm so inspired. I am so excited. And we're going to be working on more stuff uh, because uh, PMP is great. And it's a, a good building block for many other things to come. Uh, let's talk about the Agile on the exam, though. One of the things people are scared about this exam when it comes to Agile is they think the Agile practice guide, where's my Agile practice guide? They think the Agile practice guide where you have crystal and uh, FDD and TDD,
2: they and think FD it's going to... all that.
0: All that. Did, yeah, it, did no. you even see anything? <laughs> Nothing. No. So a lot of fear is just unfounded. I don't know why people think all this stuff is going to eat them alive on the exam. Whereas what they should be focusing on based on what we've discussed is know the process inside out, know what you're doing, know what you're getting, know the what's in it for me factor. And then I would say know your scrum at least. Um, Was Kanban very prominent or the whole flow-based agile thing?
1: There was a couple of them in there.
0: Okay, not so much. Okay, so really it's mindset. Your Agile Manifesto.
1: Absolutely, yes.
0: In different ways. Gotcha, Mm -hmm. gotcha. Well, I want to ask our friends on the call, if you do have any questions, now will be a perfect time for you to ask our PMP guru. Eric, it's good to see you. If anyone has got questions, feel free to unmute and ask away. Questions? Concerns? Anything standing okay. in between you? Uh-huh.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I have some few questions. First of all, congratulations, Lawan. Thank that you. Was, that was a major one. And I could relate to your your achievements because uh, Phil knows it was a similar thing that happened to me with the CSM and PSM (laughs) (laughs) you know I did the CSM and after a week I took the PSM Uh, so it's it's it laid the foundation and gave me the momentum I needed to face the PSM so it was interesting to hear that you did the CAPM and the PMP that was an amazing one. Um, my question is, even though it has been addressed for well, partially, okay, first, I'm, I'm not too sure about the timing. When they show the timing, so that when you're taking your break time, is it that from the beginning, will they show you the complete time or just the time for that first session before your break time? Or the full time will be there then you would determine, you would start, you would now have to calculate when it's already time to take your break, you know. Okay, I understand. So the
1: countdown clock on the exam is um, just for you answering the questions for the exam. There, so when you go to take your break, there's a separate clock for your break time that does not count against you during your exam time. So as a a separate clock for another 10 minutes in between or in between each section, in between every 60 questions
0: that does not count against you. That makes sense. So the 10 minute clock kicks in for the breaks. The 230 minute clock, if you stopped for your first break at 170, the clock stops at 170, then a new clock click, uh, kicks in. And then when that 10 minutes is over, it goes back to your 170 minutes to count down again? Yes. Gotcha.
3: Okay, so when would you know it is time to take your break?
1: So what did How I do? You
3: know? How would How? you know, would it give you a notification, it's time to take your break? Yes, yes. You get to the end of the sixty questions, and it
1: asks you, um, "You completed the section. um, Do you want to take a break?"
0: Yeah. Do you want to? It gives you an option. It doesn't force you. (laughs) You don't have to. You don't. Some people do the whole. Yeah.
1: (laughs) It asks you.
3: You know, do you want to take a break? Okay. And uh, would you say what you what would you say is an advantage of you taking your break? What was the advantage to you? Being able
1: to stretch your legs um, because it is a long sit down exam. Um, being able to just kind of get some fresh air, even though you're well, for myself, I stay within the facility, but just being able to get outside of that testing environment um, allowed me to feel a little bit more relaxed. Um, so that that's what helped me to take that break. Because if I were to power through it, I think I might have burnt out at some point, just for myself.
3: Okay, and uh, this uh, the scenario or situational-based questions, um, what what would you say is the percentage of scenario-based questions?
1: 90%.
3: Okay. Okay, so there were some direct questions.
2: There are a few.
3: Okay. Okay, and uh, and for the calculation again, I know they asked already, but I just wanted to ask like for for calculation, did you have, happen to do any calculations? I didn't have to do calculations, but it helped me to
1: get an answer to how to do the the, how to answer a question so it's more so how do you apply the calculations for evm how do you read it the best way to describe it but for myself i did a little bit of calculation just so i knew i made sure i understood what was being asked of me
3: okay
0: an an example would be spi is 1.2 what does it mean cpi is uh, 0.6, what does it mean? Or your earned value is this? Your plan value is this? What does it mean? Then you got to know, okay, I got earned value, I got planned value, I can find SPI. You just mentally take a look. Is earned value greater? Oh, then I'm okay. Is earned value less than I'm not in terms of schedule? Things like that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All right.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay, that's All right. Great.
0: Thank you. Awesome. Well, thank you very much. If you do have questions, let us know. But LaJuan is a very busy project manager. She manages big projects at home and at work. (laughs) So we are going to round up by saying a massive thank you to you, LaJuan. Thank you so much for coming back and sharing a full hour with us. Please be aware you will get a PDU for this. So be on the lookout. Thank you very much. Appreciate your time. And uh, congrats once again.
2: Thank you, Phil. Thank you all. Thank you, Thank
1: you. Shana.
2: Thank you, Shauna. Thank you.